What's going on? Welcome to the Ransomed Bodies Project. I am your host, Trent Harrison. I am the founder and CEO of Ransomed Bodies Training. This podcast is for those who want more out of their fitness journey and who are ready to unlock their fullest potential with their physique without cutting out your favorite carbs or eating within a four-hour window. You are going to learn how to turn your body into a fat-burning furnace and muscle-building machine. I am going to break down some of the biggest myths, controversies, and questions that you are facing right now that are stopping you from unlocking your best self. You ready? Let's get it. What's up? What's up? What's up? I hope you're having an incredible day. Thank you so much for tuning into the Ransom Bodies Project. This is a number one podcast for men who are looking to level up their life, not only physically, but mentally and internally as well. And so I got a super valuable podcast today. I'm really excited to share with you guys some big news, as I'm sure you could see from the title of the podcast. Over the weekend, I competed as my pro debut and the WNBF natural bodybuilding show. So I had to go up to Seattle to compete over the weekend. And uh, this was my this was my first time competing as a pro. And so it's cool because I was able to get my pro card in my first show ever. And so I competed two weeks ago. Um, in my first show, I competed in the open men's physique division. And I won first place in my my division for men's physique tall. And then I won first place overall for all of the divisions. Because I won first place overall in my show two weeks ago, that qualified me as a pro. And I won my pro card at, at that competition. I was definitely like expecting myself to do very well. And I had my goal was to get first place overall and get my pro card. Um, and so I was I was so excited and so grateful to have received my pro card on my first ever show. After I competed um, two weeks ago, um, I talked to the, the the president of the WMBF and, and my goal was is to compete in the world championships, right? And so I talked to her, I said, what do I need to do in order to qualify for the world championships in LA in November? And she's like, you have to, you have to compete as a pro um, in a show prior to doing the world championships, which was in two weeks. And so I did not have this planned, obviously. And so kind of within two weeks notice, I had to be like, all right, I guess I'm going to Seattle and I'm flying up to Seattle. Now I got to compete um, at my, as a pro in the men's physique division. And so with two weeks notice, I had to get ready for the show. Obviously, it was a lot easier because I was already at a lower body fat percentage. And I just kind of had to maintain and get a little more conditioned. Coming into this, this show over the past weekend, I ended up weighing in three pounds lighter than my first show. And so I lost about three pounds in two weeks, which is really, really good. You know, considering the amount of cardio I've been doing, um, how many things came up over the last couple of weeks, right? So I came in the leaner, but I did not get the outcome that I had hoped for. Obviously, I have high standards for myself. This weekend, I placed fourth, which I definitely was disappointed in the outcome, you know, but obviously considering it was my first ever pro show and, and my second ever show just overall, you know, it still was a, was a pretty good finish. I think there's things that I could have done better. There's errors I, I made, you know, during the show when it came down to, you know, getting ready, making sure I peaked right, like my water intake, things like that. Um, I could have done things a little differently. But what's nice is now that I have the experience, I know how my body responds. I probably could have pumped up a little better too, you know, prior to the show. And then I, I made a couple of things I would have done differently when I was on stage. But, you know, looking back on the last couple of weeks, having won my pro card, having competed as a pro and, and placing fourth, which still isn't bad, right? But obviously, I wanted to do a lot better. I wanted to get at least top three. Like, I have made a lot of progress 
on myself as an individual, not even physically, obviously I'm in the best shape of my entire life right now, but more importantly, like mentally and within. And, and I think one of the biggest things that I've learned over the last couple of months, getting ready for these shows and, and doing well and becoming a pro is the importance of not doing things that don't work for you. Every person and every individual, if your goal is to lose 20 pounds and your friend's goal is to lose 20 pounds, one plan might not work for both of you. And that's something I embody as a coach. Like when I take on new clients, when I have clients come into my team, I do not use one size fits all type of coaching, right? Some people might respond better to different things, different macros, different coaching styles. Some people like direct feedback. Some people cannot handle direct, right? There's so many variables that go into fitness that you cannot have a one size fits all approach. So just because something worked for your friend, for your you know girlfriend, for your coworker does not mean it's necessarily going to work for you. So what I'm going to do in this podcast episode. Oh yeah, by the way, so because I placed 4th um in this Super Pro qualifier in Seattle, I qualified for the WMBF World Championships, which is amazing. It was literally my goal for this year, like when, at the beginning of this year that my goal was to become, you know, a professional natural bodybuilder and I was able to accomplish that. Now I'm competing, you know, for the World Championships against guys from all over the world. So it's going to be amazing. It's in LA. It's November 19th. If you live in the Southern California area, come through. Don't miss it. All right. So what I'm going to do in this podcast episode is I'm going to share. I have five things, five pieces of advice from a WNBF pro men's physique. All right. And so I'm going to share five easy tips that you can use and that how this relates to you and your fitness journey. The number one thing, first thing that I've learned over the last couple of months, Avoid the myths and the lies, okay? So avoid the myths and the lies. There are so many myths and lies in the fitness industry that claim that you can get results at a quicker rate. There is no point, please listen carefully when I say this, there is no point of doing something quickly if it's not going to be sustainable long-term. So many people are focused on the short-term, quick-fix, temporary solution to their problem. You're focused on Band-Aids when you need to get a full-blown procedure done, right? Like you need to fix the root issue. And so you don't need to cut out carbs. You don't need to do a detox. You don't need to fast. You don't need to do a 30-day challenge. You don't need to take thousands of dollars worth of supplements to get to your dream body. And so if you're taking notes, I want you to write this down. Simplicity scales and complexity fails, right? Simplicity scales and complexity fails. So I told my clients this last week. I said, I personally, I don't do anything differently than what you do, right? Like I gave my clients the same exact blueprint and strategies that I use to get ready for my show. It's just at a different scale. And so the simplicity of things is I don't do these crazy complex diets that are very confusing to follow and take all these thousands of dollars of supplements. I probably do the same exact routines as you. I just do them at a different scale, right? Transforming your body does not need to be difficult. Transforming your body should be easy to follow. You should be able to understand what you're doing. So if you're doing these fancy HIIT workouts and you're doing these fancy band trainings and all these things in the gym that you you don't necessarily understand how they work, you don't understand how you know this crazy supplement works that, that they claim you're going to get rid of your belly fat, things like that. If you don't understand how it works, the odds are it's probably not going to work for you, okay, right? If you don't understand how something works, it's probably not going to work for you. Let's use the example of creatine. Creatine is very easy to understand. Protein powder, very easy to understand, right? Calories in, calories out, very easy to understand. Macros should be very easy for you to understand. If it's not, just go watch a couple of videos and you'll be able to learn it. 
So your plan should be super easy to uh, progressive overload, super easy to understand. All progressive overload means is I'm just getting stronger. And so when I go into the gym, when I'm doing cardio, guess what I do for cardio? I walk. I don't do these crazy hit cardio sessions, things like that. I don't do that stuff. I focus on the basics because simplicity scales and complexity fails. The more complex your plan is, the more complex your strategy is. If you're hiring a coach and it's super confusing and you don't know how, what they're even doing and they're changing up all these things every single week, simplicity scales, complexity fails, right? Number two, okay? This one's super important. Find the best foods that fit for your plan. You can't drink eight scoops of protein powder per day and eat a salad every single day and expect to get results, right? Like I, I literally heard this before um, a couple of weeks ago. I was talking to somebody and they told me they, they take like three scoops of protein powder. They're eating 1,200 calories per day. They don't eat carbs and their goal is to lose 30 pounds. It's like, dude, that is not necessary. Like I literally talked to somebody about this a couple of weeks ago and that was their perception on what they needed to do to lose 30 pounds. You don't need to take three to four protein scoops at one time. You don't need to take eight scoops of protein powder in a day. You don't need to even eat salad. I don't even eat salads. Frankly, I don't like salad. I like like a specific kale salad. Um, that's only, only one type of salad. I do not like Romanian lettuce. I just don't. I, I would consider myself a picky person. So you don't need to eat salads. You don't need to take eight scoops of protein powder to get to your goal. What you need to do is you need to hit your daily nutritional goals every single day with foods you love, all right? With foods you love. I'm, I'm talking about protein ice creams. I'm talking about waffles. I'm talking about tacos. I'm talking about burgers, all that stuff. So what I do is when, I, when my clients are trying to lose 30, 40, 50 plus pounds, whatever it is, I'm like, okay, how can this person eat the foods that they like and enjoy? They tell me what foods they like. They like to eat pizza. They like to eat burgers. They like to eat tacos. Okay, how can we come up with a routine and a plan that's going to allow you to eat those foods and still get results? That's the secret ingredient. The secret ingredient is not taking eight scoops of protein powder and eating salads every single day. Again, I don't even eat salad. I personally don't even eat salads. I barely even programs put salads on meal plans. I just think that they're boring. And most of the times when people have salads really like, they have a bunch of dressing and croutons and stuff like that. So you don't need to eat that stuff. What this does is this makes dieting a breeze and keeps you consistent. I truly believe, like I have a conviction that the foods I eat every single day taste better than what 90% of the people in this world eat. Like honestly, what I eat every single day, I truly believe it tastes better than the junk food that most people eat because I've learned how to do flexible dieting and I've learned how to fit it in. So I don't have these crazy cravings where I'm like, oh, I really need XYZ food. You know what I mean? I'm like, where well, I really need to go and, and have like a pizza pizza or whatever. Like I don't have the, those moments. I crave specific foods. Like literally after my show, I was like craving, you know, Chipotle or I was, I was craving like oatmeal because I know how to make it and it tastes really good. When you're in a place where you actually know how to eat the food you love and still get results, it's game over for you. Okay. You don't have to wait till the weekend. You don't have to wait for your cheat meal to enjoy foods. Number three, stop intuitive eating. Okay. Stop intuitive eating. Stop intuitive eating. Your entire life, you've lived eating when you're hungry and stopping when you're full, all right? You've lived your life eating when you're hungry and stopping when you're full. And this is what most people do. I'm hungry, let me go to the pantry and grab something. I'm full, let me stop eating, right? So this is what most people do when it comes to their eating. And so now when they get on structured calories and macros and they're really hungry, they freak out and they they like are tripping, right? Or you're trying to bulk and you're trying to gain weight and you're full so you stop eating. Once you learn to actually hit your macros and calories, not just intuitively eat, it's okay to be hungry. 
Just because you're a little hungry does not mean it's a problem. You don't need to eat. You don't need to stuff your face just because you're hungry. It's actually a, a good thing to be hungry, a little hungry. I don't want you to be starving, but I do want there to be a little bit of hunger because when you tell me, when I have a client message me and they're like, Trent, I'm, I'm hungry. Like, what do I do? First thing that goes in my head, good. Their calories are in the right place. Like you should be a little hungry. You shouldn't be fully satisfied all the time because if I'm fully satisfied, my body does not need, is not craving extra calories. When you're a little hungry, your body's saying, okay, now I'm in a calorie deficit. I'm in a place where I need to get more energy. I need to get more fuel. And so now I'm going to be in a place of burning fast. So it's actually good to be a little hungry. So I want you to change your mindset when you feel hungry. When you feel hungry, just be like, okay, cool. I'm in a place where I should be as long as I'm a little hungry. There should be periods throughout the day where you're a little hungry. There's obviously ways to mitigate or decrease your hunger, such as making sure you get your fiber in, making sure you get your water in, you know, making sure you're eating very high volume foods, making sure your protein timing is spread out throughout the day, right? There's a lot of ways to combat this. But overall, like you're going to be a little hungry. Every day, I'm a little hungry. That's totally normal. So you don't need to be perfect. You just need to be able to hit your number. So what I do when I'm building out meal plans and macros is I tell my clients to actually hit a range, hit a range of their calories and macros. So for most of you guys listening to this, you're not competing in a bodybuilding show in the next five weeks. And so you don't need to hit your macros and calories perfectly. You just need to hit them in a range. So for example, if your goal is 2000 calories for the day, let's say for example, your range is 1900 to 2100 calories. So now I know I could be within 200 calories, 1900 to 2100. This gives me a little more flexibility and I don't feel like I'm like missing the mark every time. So when you eat your calories in a range and you eat your macros in a range, it makes it a lot easier for you to hit your goals. Okay. Number four, focus on building muscle in the gym and losing fat outside of the gym. Man, I can't tell you how many people make this mistake. Focus on building muscle in the gym and losing fat outside of the gym. So I don't care if you're doing an hour, 90 minutes of cardio per day. Cardio is not the main way that you lose fat. The gym is not the main way that you lose fat. So because you feel burn in a specific area, because you feel like you're super fatigued or you're sweating a lot, like think about it, guys. The next time you go to the gym, a lot of the times, not just, just because someone's sweating a lot doesn't mean they're burning a lot of fat. Sweat does not equal fat burned. I've seen a lot of very overweight guys who sweat way more than me, and trust me, they're not burning fat just because they're sweating a lot. Sweat has nothing to do with calories burned or fat burned. When you go into the gym, your mindset and your focus should be on how can I build as much lean muscle as possible when I'm in the gym. When I'm outside of the gym, it's how can I lose as much body fat outside of the gym. When you understand this, it makes your goals a lot easier because a lot of people, they go to the gym to lose fat. And now I'm doing exercises and I'm doing things inside of the gym with the intention of losing fat. When I'm now, I'm just end up wasting my time because fat loss occurs when you're not in the gym. You're only in the gym for an hour a day and you're outside of the gym the other 23. So why would I try to focus on fat loss inside of the gym when I should be focusing on fat loss outside of the gym by increasing my physical activity, by making sure I'm hitting my nutritional goals like we talked about previously? The gym is not for fat loss. Fat loss is made outside of the gym, okay? And so it comes down to you eating less calories. You cannot out train your bad diet just because you work out five, six, even seven days a week, just because you're doing ungodly amount of cardio does not mean you're going to lose fat at all, at all. Trust me. I know plenty of men who work out very hard, very consistently. They put in a lot of work inside of the gym, but they literally leave the gym. They throw it away with beer, chips, alcohol, candy, sweets, just, just literally not taking responsibility over their nutrition and eating. Take responsibility over your eating. You're the only person who puts food in your mouth. 
All right. Like you're the only person who does that. No one is responsible for putting food in their mouth besides you. And so take responsibility over your nutrition. If you're struggling with fat loss, it's really not that difficult or complex. Okay. So that's my tips I have for you. Um, number one was to avoid the myths and the lies, simplicity scales and complexity fails. The second thing was to find your favorite foods and fit them into your plan. Once you do that, it's game over. Number three was to stop intuitively eating. All right. Stop intuitively eating. And so you want to make sure you're not only eating when you're hungry and stopping when you're full, because when you do that, quote unquote, people will say, listening to listen to your body. Guess what your body wants to do? Your body wants to be comfortable. So when I intuitively eat, when I eat only when I'm hungry and I stop eating when I'm full, now I'm going to just stay in the same place. That's why when you wake up in the morning, your body doesn't want to get out of bed because it wants to sleep. Your body prefers comfort and that's okay. So we have to understand and realize that our bodies prefer comfort. And so if I actually want to grow in my life, whether it's you know physically, relationally, spiritually, everything, I have to be able to get uncomfortable. And this comes down to stop intuitively eating. And then number four was to focus on building muscle in the gym and losing fat outside of the gym. When you understand the functions of these two things, that's when it makes it a lot easier to accomplish your goals. All right. I hope this was valuable. I actually, I know this was valuable. I know you got at least one nugget from this podcast episode. If you did, let me know. Send me a DM, uh, post this podcast, your story, tag me at Trizzleman Fitness, and I will reshare you to my own personal story and page. All right. Hope you have the best day of your entire life. I'll talk to you soon. See you tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you got some value from this episode. If you would like to learn more about how I can help you lose your next 15 to 30 plus pounds, build muscle, and develop a healthy lifestyle, just DM me on Instagram at Fitness with the word transform, and I will reach out to you directly to see if I can help. I will see you on the next episode, and God bless.